Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, a paper crafting and creative lifestyle show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we are creating in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedell. The Crafty Ass Female Podcast is brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project, a community that encourages you to tell your story with pictures, paper, words, and the bits of life we find along the way. You can join us in the ALP for free at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash craftyassfemale. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. Hey, Allie. Hello. Yay. Listeners, we have Allie Edwards on the podcast today, which if you've been a longtime listener would know this is her third time coming on the show. Um, for anyone who might not know, uh, Allie runs a scrapbooking business. So I know that means a lot of different things when people come on here. That can mean a bunch of things. But for you, Allie, it means you own a scrapbooking company that partners with a company that manufactures the products you design and the concepts um, you come up with. So, and again, I'm pulling this whole intro yep. from your last two episodes. Correct. So you can So far, it's, all, it's correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then your, so your business too, you said, makes intentional memory keeping products that help people get their story told. We love that. And in addition, you teach workshops and classes. You share content on your blog and YouTube channel, of which I've been binging like a psychopath, but we'll talk about that later. Um, And I love that you told us you kind of think of it as running a lot of projects throughout the year. So in um, uh, such as day in the life, week in the life, and then coming up December daily and one little word. So in the spring of season two, you came on and you talked about week in the life and your backstory. And like, as our listeners who've just been swept up in memory keeping because of you, we got such a good response from that first episode. So I'm going to link to that. People can hear kind of that. Um, And then the fall of season three, you came on and we just detailed like crazy December daily and one little word and this is our 150th episode wow it's all very exciting that's amazing (laughs) not to mention you're our like well that's just an amazing accomplishment I mean that's a that's a lot it's a lot you guys it's awesome yeah and we've had one episode every week for the last almost three years now (laughs) Yeah, Isn't that's that how, crazy that's how, that's how those, when you, that's how those numbers work. Yeah, when you step back to actually look at that of how long you've been doing something or how how much, yeah, yeah. Well, this is why I think both of us love your project so much because at both a micro level and a macro level, they're just really cool. Like you can do day in the life, week in the life, one little word, and you know each year you have a word and that word is really cool and you can take the intentions of the word or you know even go into your class and do the little lessons and the little projects that go along with that word and then you can step back and look at your word from this year or last year or the last five or the last too many (laughs) yeah we can just start putting numbers on it and like i am nothing if not yes yeah and like those accomplishments you know it might not really seem like a huge deal in the moment to make one page about your one little word or your december daily or your day in the life but when you look back and be like oh those are a lot of days in the life it feels really good to like mark those accomplishments 
And, like, let's not lie. It is 2020. <laughs> not all of those days have been awesome. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is, that no, is that's the soundbite for 2020. Yeah, no, just, yeah, I just, I don't even, it's, I think it's hard to even figure out what to say about it. You know, partly because we're still in it, right? And it is a, what I believe to be a collective trauma, right? That we are in the middle of a trauma, not, the trauma has not ended. The trauma, the trauma is continuing. And- Well, I'm so glad that you're talking about it like that. Because I think that's something that we have to talk about. Because so often I keep hearing just like, and kind of not even, kind of just like dismissively of like, oh, I feel guilty that I'm not, like, doing better in this moment right now. And I just want to, like, go up to people and, like, give them hugs and be like, no, it's okay. You're not supposed to be doing better. Like, this is unprecedented. We haven't been going through a thing like this for literally 100 years. And nobody has nobody has a frame of reference. I mean, yes, you can read history, but obviously it's very different. You know, our society is very different than than it was then. Yeah, I, I well, like when I, when I got on here with you guys today, I'm like I'm struggling because that's just like I and I, and I was joking. I got my hair done today, and we were I was joking with the lady, which is the joke of everything of saying I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's just the, you just have to keep saying it's, it. You know, like it's it's fine. It's not, but it's that underlying, you know, the hum, the trauma hum, right? This that we're just kind of like, zzz. and I think for me, uh, like the initial part when things initially started happening and it, you know, it just got started getting heavy. I am like jump to it. What are we going to do? How are we going to organize this? Blah, 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 blah. We're going to fix these things and we're going to stop this. And we're going to, you know, like I'm really good in the beginning of that. And then now where it's, you know, however many months later, <clears throat> still pretty much in the same thing, still a lot of like what's real and what's not real and the intermix of everything. I think somebody like me, I'm starting to feel everything now. Like it's taken that long for me to, uh, you know, kind of feel that all of that in my body and all of the, you know, and anyway, how this relates to memory keeping, it does because (laughs) we tell our stories as we go. And I don't think that I've appropriately documented this in, in a way that can even touch on the actual impact of it. And I don't even know if that's possible right, right now. Um, and I think some people are really good at documenting in the middle of trauma. And I don't know that I'm one of those. <laughs> I'll just keep doing what I've been doing before. You know, I'm documenting what's happening and the highs and the lows. And here's the facts. And here's kind of, here's how I'm feeling about it. But is that actually getting to the, the core of it? Uh, probably not. I don't know. I don't know if I want to get to the core. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's one of the big things is like, also, what is the core of it? Though? Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. There's so much, and then we've had to do so much unlearning at this point of like, no. have we even done enough unlearning to no. get to the core of it? No. So like, 
and yeah. and can we put that into our documenting right now yeah and you know what is that our responsibility right now yeah let alone all the other responsibilities we have right now to ourselves and to each other yeah and that's when i think part of what is so great about being a memory keeper as opposed to someone who just documents their life is there is so much fun to this hobby there's so much joy to doing what we do that this has become so much of a lifeline in these hard times. Mm -hmm. And so to have to push like these hard and fast rules of what we need to document in these really harsh times isn't necessary, right? Now. Yeah, I would I'm not not ever going to show up for that anyway. Like Right? Like that's I mean, yeah. there's there's so much fluidity that we've needed to bring to our lives in 2020 that absolutely needs to follow through in documenting our stories and in in just bringing this this I think even more necessary needs to bring this joyfulness and playfulness into our memory keeping because yeah. dude we're stuck at home still and like now comes I don't want to be the buzzkill but like for those of us who aren't awesome during the winter months <laughs> now's the I'm hard already time raising my hand. <laughs> <laughs> like and so like for those of us who, like, yeah, have been stuck in the house all summer with the beautiful windows and, like, oh, yeah, it's been sunny out and it's been great. And now it's going to get dark. So, like, let's just, like, think about all the things that are really fun. Yeah. And memory keeping is one of them. And yeah. playing with products and playing with things. And you make really fun products to play with. So, okay, one of the things I really want to talk to you about today is Amanda and I have been talking about December Daily for, like, <laughs> legit forever now. And it's going to be harder, I think, in a lot of ways. It's going to be easier in a couple of ways. But I think one of the things that's going to be a little bit more difficult is we're not going to have a lot of those same stories that we have maybe year in and year out. Like, not going to go see the Nutcracker. Mm -hmm. Not going to have those holiday parties. Mm -hmm. Not going to, you know, do the town festival type things. And so one of the things that we've been talking about is kind of really getting into having more fun playing with our supplies and like choosing to, I don't even know what the word is exactly that I'm kind of going for the phrase that I'm going for, like be more inventive with our own stories. Mm -hmm. um, I know you have an amazing workshop, Product Play. So I just want to hear you just tell me all the things that, one, where do you think some of our stories are going to come from this season that we haven't drawn from on the past. And how do you think that we can incorporate some more of our playful things into our, our albums this year? Okay. Let me, let me tackle those separately. We're going to tackle those separately. Um, the, I think the storytelling piece of it is really interesting because when I first saw somebody post about it in, on one of the message boards, uh, you know, related to, Christmas is going to look really different or, you know, December is going to look really different. And 
and you know, I don't think I can do this project because it's going to be different or I'm don't, you know, what am I going to write about? And my first thought personally is in our home, you know, or in my family, in our family, we actually don't do a ton of activities, like a ton of, you know, we don't go to the tree lightings and, you know, those sorts of things. So most of the stories that I generally tell are still about what's happening around here, you know, and whether it's like the gratitude ones or the loving ones or all of these different, you know, prompts that you can choose. I think this year is really going to offer the opportunity to encourage us to look harder for the stories you know yes they may not it's not as obvious as we went to the tree i'm just going to use tree lighting because that's an easy you know we did you know on tuesday or on december 5th we did tree lighting and so that's going to be my story and maybe instead your story is you know how how you did some candle lighting in your own house right figuring out how to translate some of those traditions that were not that that may not be happening or they're going to happen in a different way um, to this year, I think will be really interesting, but I'm also always encouraging people to look for the small stories too, right? That it doesn't have to be the, um, the super Christmas related stuff all the time, that it can still be your everyday life kinds of things. And I think the combination of the, the small stories with some of the traditions with some of the maybe reflections on what 2020 looks like and why it looks different and you know adding that kind of content in there too it doesn't take very much time to hit 25 stories i think it is part of it like for me i always you know people always like how will i ever have 25 stories i'm like how can you not have 25 there's gonna be (laughs) you'll have 25 and if you want to do 31 or if you want to do thanksgiving to whatever you know you you do it and i think that you know it's just with general memory keeping anyway people have different approaches right some people are very much fact-based they want it to be just a representation of we did this we did this we did this and we did this and i think mine is generally more i felt like this i saw this um can i have more twinkle lights i don't know you know like so that's kind of the the storytelling thing and I, and i think that that it's going to be really interesting to see what kinds of stories people do tell because i i think that there is some of that what is it um the mother of invention what is it you know something creation is the mother yeah something necessity necessity Necessity. you know like like when you because it's different because you don't have all those other things if you're willing to show up and look for the stories you're going to find them and even like along the lines of what you're saying like even Instagram as its own storytelling, like I've been noticing and finding, and this is just a general trend sometimes, that people just go for the obvious story because it's easy. Sometimes they don't, they haven't cultivated this this storytelling habit. So like I've been seeing, if I see another pumpkin patch in my feed, like I get it, it's outside of like, so many people are on fields of pumpkin patches and that is a great thing to do. And you're standing in front of a pumpkin patch and it's orangey and autumny and it's the obvious story to tell this season. Yeah. But but like you recently posted, one of my favorite posts that you did recently was uh, when Anna came home from swimming and you talked about how she said, I'm smiling when I leave. But like that was not an obvious story from the photo, but you find them. Like that's yes. what I think you're kind of yeah. talking about. Like people think yeah. 
tree lighting, obvious stories are easy, but when you cultivate the storytelling habit, then you can find them anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. What is the story that is actually, yeah. What is the story that's actually happening? And just like what you said, I mean, I think that it's a practice, right? The more that you do it, the more when something like that happens, when your kids or your spouse or your partner or whoever, you know, says something and then you, you hear that and you're like, oh, that's, I'm got to go write that down. You know, like that's a story that goes a level deeper than Anna came home from swimming practice, you know, that kind of thing too. Um, play wise. So I'm just so excited. So one of the things that I did in my December daily this year is I actually took all the page protectors out. So like I got my album and I just took them all out and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to use any of these this year. Maybe I will not use any. And for me, what that does is it, it significantly ups the opportunity for play because it's outside of the page protectors. And yes, you can do things that are playful inside the page protectors as well, obviously that, and I'll probably do some, but, um, so much joy comes in making those, um, the, the pages that I do for product play, you know, here you go. Okay. Triangles. What are you going to do with triangles? You know, transparency, what are you going to do with transparency? And then now the thing with this class is that it's like amped up the, the creativity factor. And so then I'm like, oh, this is going to be too simple. (laughs) (laughs) So then I always have to think it through and I'm like, oh, it's okay. And remind it's okay to have some that are simple and some that are complex and some that are, um, you know, unique and some that are maybe less unique, but I think it's such a, I mean, I love setting up my album that way. I know there's always the argument about foundation pages and whatever. I'm not numbering any of mine. I'm just making them in advance to set myself up for um, success in the month. I also think it's going to be really interesting this year, since more people are at home, to see if more people are working on it during the month um, than after. So this is really interesting, right? So when we started lockdown... I, so for the past two years, I've been doing this daily pages practice. Yeah, yep. I've been doing, it's in this field notes notebook and lockdown started and my business coach, Tiffany Hahn was like, Kristen, do a 30 days of daily pages class, see what shows up. One of the best things I've ever done. Hmm. People were like, please don't stop doing this. We need to keep doing this. So I've been doing it and I do them every day at noon. It is one of the best things. It has helped me get through lockdown. I love it. And then about a month ago, everyone's like, Kristen, what are we doing for December? And I'm like, uh, am I going to continue doing my daily pages and also do December daily? Or am I just going to make my daily pages my December daily? And then I was like, mm. I'm nodding. I'm like, yes. <laughs> That's the nice thing about doing a podcast with video so that you can like have these really rich conversations and see what other people are yet. So no, I'm doing my December daily every day live. So now there's accountability. My people in my membership can be like, yes, every day at noon, we're doing daily, we're doing December daily with Kristen at noon. So I'm doing my three by eight album and I'm, it just feels so excited. Like, it's going to be so weird this year to not have like family around for Thanksgiving to not have people around for Christmas. And this idea of, you know, having this like chosen family that you kind of get to hang out with at noon every day Mm -hmm. where you're all like making things is just, 
it feels really good. And so I'm really excited to see what people make like every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I've done that with you every year, like watching your daily videos that you post. Yes. So like I felt like that as well. Well, it's not live, but. Yeah. That will still be happening for the most part. Yes. I'm like then nodding. I'm like, yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I'll be doing that. Yeah, I think that I think the 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 camaraderie and community is going to be a lot more like necessary. Yeah, especially because no matter what, there's going to be a lot less people traveling. There's going to be a lot less people spending time with family. You know, whether you are, you know, whether you can see your immediate family on Christmas or right. whatever your traditional plans are. It's yeah. not like you're getting together with your 100 person Thanksgiving extravaganza or Christmas Eve spectacular. Like that's probably not going to be the deal. And so one of the things I think is interesting just about thinking about that part of it too, is I know that I've read some where people are like, you know, they don't want to include any COVID stories in their project or, you know, kind of, they don't want it to be depressing. And I'm like, well, it doesn't have to be depressing just because you're acknowledging what is happening. You know, this is me, th- this is me as I read their comments and trying to figure out how to respond to them. Um, the, you know, t- I feel like that's a story that everyone should tell this year is why it's different. And if you're not, you know, if you're not visiting your family or your family's not coming to you or whatever is different in your own, situation like writing that story is part of a potential healing process for you know there's there's a reason why this is happening it's not like your family just dumped you you know that like like (laughs) like you should like this is what this year is like let's tell the truth about what's happening and that it's hard and that it's you know there's going to be magic because we're going to make magic but at the same time it's also going to be probably sad for a lot of people and and heartbreakingly sad for some people and then other people are like i get a break from my family so you know i mean it's a interesting mix i'm sure just like everything well and i think that's a really great point and and you know the holidays are sad for a lot of people no matter exactly what's going on it's just hard yep and yep. and being a memory keeper being a storyteller being someone who documents her life i think it's important to show up authentically but that doesn't mean you have to you know air all of your laundry no no and it doesn't have to be the story for every day either i just think that if you you know to in 2020 to do a project that doesn't have a nod to this thing is is maybe not telling the truth i don't know i like that I, in I, my I totally opinion agree. that's probably no no i it, it well it's just i mean it's it just kind of feels off. Yeah. Like if you watch those like movies and you're watching the movie and then you're like, huh, you know, something just doesn't seem right. And then 10 minutes into the movie, you're like, oh, that's yeah. because like they're in like the upside down. Yeah. And, you know, it's cool because you don't, you know, if there's something going on, it, like if 20, it's cool because it's a movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is not a, a movie whole, if you want to make a whole scrapbook about the upside down totally do it go yeah. for it yes but, yes. And like, but, if, but if it's too traumatic for you to scrapbook right now 
it's okay to just go like scrapbook something else. Totally. Well, and so that was, so when you were talking, when we first got on, we were first started recording, I was thinking about like when my, my, my other very traumatic time, you know, and trauma in a different way, but you know, going through a divorce and for me at that point in time, I had, you know, I had to keep working. Like I couldn't just stop doing what I was doing because I need to have a job and take care for my family, you know, and all of those things. Um, and it just happens that what I do requires this storytelling. And so I definitely like through that time period and looking back on it now, I'm so thankful for all the stories that I told. I never said like, you know, this is, we're getting a divorce and these are the reasons why and blah, blah, blah. Like I never, you know, did anything like that, but it was continuing to tell the story during a time that was very challenging, looking for the good things. What are the positive things that are coming out of this? You know, without it, I don't feel like even when I look back at it now that it's like Pollyanna-ish or toxic positivity or, you know, or any of that kind of thing. It was just acknowledgement that there right now there are some very hard things that are happening, but there are also some very good things that are happening, you know, like that there's all almost always both of them are happening at the same time. Um, and that I feel like living through that process definitely like informs how I look at, you know, going through this right now, obviously different, you know, different, but still unsettling in a way that you almost can't describe. Well, and I think that that's so important. I think that that's incredibly important for like just personal resiliency. Right. Like and the December dailies, what gets you through it? Like I found that in my hard December months, like yes. doing the project is the actual literal way that I made it to the 31st. Like, yes. And so like, I feel like if nothing else, that is the light right there. Yeah. And it's the invitation to do a couple things, right? It's the invitation to number one, look for the good and find something to doc, find a story to tell. And number two, to actually take action with your hands you know, that, that, that uses all these different senses, your, your touch, your, even your smell, your hearing, you know, all those things as you're working through telling this story. I mean, I can definitely tell you guys and you guys will understand this, that the most joy for me the last few months is, is also when I'm standing at my table, when I'm actually doing the work, you know, not looking on Facebook, not doing Instagram, I have some major social media thoughts right now that we can talk about, or we can come, I'll come back again and we can talk about that again. Um, you know, of, of just being, being there and working with the photos and working with the words and working with the products, like that has always been my favorite part about the whole thing. Um, and it continues to be, and I'm continually like finding ways, okay, how can I not do that part of my work so that I can do this part of my work? So I'm continually being like, Katie, you can handle that part. <laughs> you do that so that I can stand there and do, you know, the, the part that actually brings me the most joy. Um, yeah. We need to have Katie on one of these days too. Yeah, you should for <laughs> sure. Yeah. All the, all the deets. I don't know how you feel about it too. It's kind of ties in what you were saying. But for me this year, I think the reason I've been talking about it since August is because 
you know, this is our season of the podcast that we're calling the season of the unexpected. It's yes. just been kind of the theme of this year where you think something's going to happen, an event, and then it's canceled and whatever. And how long is this going to last? And it's still going and fires. And, you know, I can't everything you shared about that. But so for me, this has been a project. This is my 10th year of participating in some form or another. And for me, this has been the grounding thing that's like, I know how to do this. It's the one yeah. thing I can yeah. sort of expect how it's going to go. So yeah. I don't know how you feel about it, but I think this year it's so important because of that, like the play aspect that Kristen yes. was talking about. Like, you know, you're going to have the invitation to play. Like, you know what this looks like, you know, the time span, like yeah. it's completely predictable yeah. if you want it to be. And for I me, think it's like... so, I think <laughs> it's hard for me to like wrap my head around that part of it, but I totally, That's true. yes. <laughs> you know, the idea of that there's something to look forward to that didn't, it didn't get canceled. Right. Right. Like it didn't, this is something that so many of us have done for so many years and it didn't get canceled and that in and of itself is is kind yeah. of awesome <laughs> i totally haven't so thought exciting. of it you know because for me i'm just like next project next yeah, project. yeah. what's the next thing on the list and no oh, i got to take care of that and i think sometimes for me it you know i i lose the joy of being a participant because it's i just have a different role um in it but like i like i said to you guys like when i'm working on those product play projects i mean for me that's I think I do nine, wait, is that four, three, three times three. I do nine projects for that, that I've already, that are done now. And now I'm like, do, do, do. <laughs> I'm like, I need, I want, I want to make more and I will make more just for the rest of my foundation pages. Um, but it's like playing outside of the page protector and having those interactive pieces and things that flip and fold and, like that is, has been super fun. And there's so many ideas, even from, you know, from the last three years of product play with the different shapes and different things that are all ideas that people could use at any time in any of their memory keeping projects, especially if they want to be working outside of the page protector. I think that that's really, there's lots of ideas for that. So what are your three themes for your product so, play so this year? So this year it's triangles, transparency, and texture. Oh, that sounds fun. It is fun because they're fun. You know, triangles obviously are going to lend themselves to some specific things. But the transparency for me is just, you know, how can we make things that are see-through or how can we use some of the products that we included in the shop this year? How can we transform those? And I just love transparency anyway. So, I mean, it's a like a product that I always want. Like I would put it on every page um, if I could. And texture, you know, like mixed media sort of stuff is probably less my thing, but there's a couple things that I do that I really like to do and I'll do them again and again and again, um, kind of in a, in a simple way. Uh, but I think that those are going to be fun too. And it's just, you know, something, like you said, something, something to do, right. Something to play with something to, um, be fun. I love transparencies. Oh my God. So <laughs> me too. a long time ago, there used to be just clear albums. Yes. And I'm talking about, oh my God. What, Clear scraps. 15, Clear scraps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 15 years ago. And I still yeah. have some. I have like two or three just saved. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need to find some like really cool project to make something with these. But I remember people just being able to do the most amazing things and have just the most incredible foresight to make just pages and pages and pages of just like Right, the Clear Scraps albums mm -hmm. and be like, this is incredible. Yeah. And then 
then we stopped making clear albums because they're well, not. Well, and then people stopped doing mini books, well, which were kind of, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like you can't really buy, not like you used to be able to buy mini book, whether it's an album or just with the rings and you can find them here and there, but like no, that, like that was really to. a thing. You know, that was hot for a while, long time. I got <laughs> I tubs full of. I was gonna <laughs> say same, same they're same. Not, they're not as durable as that. You they're think definitely maybe. not as durable, right? For sure. So I think I think what happened was in a few years, people were like, "Oh, my album's disintegrating in my yeah, in the palm of yeah. my hand." Yeah. So that's I think maybe a lot why. of those too. I mean, the, I think with the mini albums, even when I look at mine, a lot of them were play for the sake of play which is yeah. great right like that's what they were they weren't they weren't for fantastic storytelling and that fantastic is in quotations because you guys know what I, mean. <laughs> I mean you know that's not for like a long drawn out story it was for fun and for play and and which has a place right i totally think it has a place and i think yeah. like, especially back then that was a lot of the places where people would do a lot of the introspective storytelling that's where we would do a lot of like these are my favorite movies. Yeah. And these are like, and that was, I don't want to say frowned upon, but it was just, there was a lot less of that in yes. like the 12 by 12 layouts. Yep. And, the, and so that's where you would see some of that creativity. And now that is a lot more ubiquitous in, in all of our. Yeah. Know, well, and now people are just doing, I mean, there's so many different ways that, that people are doing stuff now too. It's just, it's, and I'm going to, I use the word diluted and I don't mean it in a negative way, but there's just, you know, it's not that it's only 12 by 12 and eight and a half by 11. You know, there's so many different ways that people can do it in all the different sizes and all the traveler's notebooks and all the, you know, it can, again, it can be whatever you want it to be. And I can say that over and over and over again. And still people will be like, but I want it to be exactly like this. And, you know, right. It has to be exactly like this or else it's not right. Yeah. I like that's. Yeah. It's a learning. I just want to give those people hugs too. We learn as we go. Hopefully. I can't give anyone hugs now. I know. You keep saying hugs, and I'm like, well, where are the oh, hugs? I know. Well, also, I've been watching. Anytime I watch television now, it, also, it can be television. Yeah. Like, it can be a movie from, like, 1950s. You're like, why are they so close to each other? All, all the time. Yeah. I'm like, this is not safe. Yeah. You can't be there. Yeah. No, when I got my hair done today and the lady was massaging my head, I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. Like, oh, human touch. That's not yeah. my husband or my kids. It's like, oh. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, being that you're on a podcast that's half mine and I get to do yeah. this. So, <laughs> so I ordered, I just want to talk about this one product and just get, even if it's just to send it to me, I ordered the holiday deck. Yes. Right. Yes. So I just kind of want to talk to you about how, like even that, like I, that felt special to me because of what we were talking about before, as far as like what to do, yeah. quote unquote, right? Yeah. And like, that's a whole, like, is it 52 cards? Like, it feels like yes. an actual card deck's yes. worth yep. of just simple moments. Yep. So I just wanted to hear, like, the inspiration behind yes. that new product. And So the way, so last year we did an advent calendar, like an advent calendar for crafters kind of thing. And so that, that went really well, and that was fun. And we were like, okay, we want to have something else that's, kind of, you know, that's a product that's not necessarily specifically just for your, you know, a scrapbook thing, but it kind of still is in alignment with what we do. And I don't remember, I, it was one of the team people. It wasn't me that had the idea, um, 
for the card deck. I mean, we've talked a lot about prompts, right. And having journaling prompts and like, oh, we could do these as a, you know, journal card set. And then, and then through all of our discussions, we came to this, you know, let's have it be like a card deck. And so Katie and one of our other team members, Leah, those were the two that came up with all of the sentiments and the different ideas that were on there, which I thought was super fun because partly it's like, it's always nice for me to not be the idea generator like every time mm -hmm. and to have other people, you know, even a different voice in, in the language of the stuff that they would write on there is a little bit different than the language that I would use. And so once I saw the proof of all of those, I was like, these are so cute. Like they're so they're cute. So they're cute. meaningful. They feel special. They're, you know, there's some that are very traditional or whatever, but there's also a lot of them that are just, I'm like, oh, I would, I love that. Why, like the breakfast one, even like going out yeah. to the breakfast place or whatever. Um, yeah, no, I'm glad you like them. I, I think it's I not think really it's good. I think it's the unsung hero of this year's collection. Like, and they're not sold out. Like people can nope, still get them. Still they're still there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So like, I just feel like it's not the obvious memory keeping supplies, but I almost love, like I've just been flipping through them every night and like yeah. trying Aww, to, yes. yeah. I so love I, that. Some yeah. little bit of joy, right? Some little bit of joy. Right, even before I've done anything with them. Yeah. So I say this if listeners are listening to like, you know, go get them, they're great. And like even that little piece of newness in a project we know and then trying to come up with a, ch uh, a new way to like incorporate like I've just been thinking of how can I incorporate I'm doing a three by eight so maybe that top little two by three yeah. spot trim yep. them down I don't know I've been thinking so but I'm very excited about those just saying. I love that you like them. Yeah. I think yeah no I was really happy with how they turned out I thought they were super super fun yeah so if listeners want to hit me up with ideas, I'll be excited. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of, just even as you were talking, I was like, they, they kind of would be something fun to even just put on a ring, you right. know, and have it be like a, something that you put away with all of your Christmas stuff and then you bring it out again, or, you know, you just, that it's kept with that, or you put it in a little dish, you know, and then you pick a card or, or your, you know, somebody in your family picks a card and that gives you number one, a story to tell and number two, something to do potentially. And I think most of them are fairly pandemic friendly. There's probably a yeah. couple of them that or less, like though. doing it, sticking the photo of it on the back of the card, punching yeah. a hole and making it an ornament. Totally. Oh my God. So Fun. Cute. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. We'll see. I love them. Anyway. <laughs> Thank so you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the other cool things that you have going on is your December prep party, which you did online last year. Yeah. Which now doesn't even seem like it is, uh, I was going to say, doesn't even seem like you're doing it COVID style this year, but it just is COVID style friendly. this year. Yeah, it's COVID yeah. friendly. Now it's COVID friendly. It's perfect. It's like, oh yeah, look, we're doing the exact same thing that we did last year. And yeah. now it's totally COVID. It just seemed to work out. Yeah. So that was, uh, if you guys remember, we did do an in-person one yes. and that was super fun and it was great. And then we didn't do that last year because Katie was, is that Katie's baby? Katie had a baby. There was some reason why we didn't do it. And we were also waiting for a new hotel to be built here because we wanted to switch venues. Um, so that was happening. And so we decided to do the online one last year and it was super fun. So it's 12 hours and it's like at the top of each hour, there is a live, um, video and there's downloads and there's challenges. And, 
Um, so yeah, we were excited to do it again. And when Katie and I were looking at it and trying to figure out, you know, what, how are we going to do this this year? That was, we got an email from, um, Tashi and Crystal and they said they were wanting to do something and we're like, why can't, how about if you guys just be in charge (laughs) this thing that we already have that's sitting there, that's like ready for, you know, somebody else to breathe life into it. Cause I, when I looked at the topics that I did last year, like I didn't want to do the exact same topics again, because I would have said the same thing, which, you know, is what I have feel like I do half the time anywhere. I'm saying the same thing over and over again. Um, but they had a whole, they had a whole brainstorm of all the different things that they wanted to do, um, and ideas that they had. And so I think it'll just be super fun to, again, include other voices, right. That's not just me. I'll be there. I'll be throwing out my two cents, um, throughout the day, but it's just such a fun opportunity for people to see some page ideas, to, you know, engage with the community of people that are, that are doing the project. Um, and I think it'll just be fun. They're fun. Those guys are way more fun than me anyways. (laughs) They're a fun (laughs) duo, like together. They're great. And I think it's, it'll be, you know, it's, I'm excited to, have somebody else be the boss of it. And, uh, that's kind of how I feel about everything in general right now is who else can I have be the boss of something? I feel that. I feel that I, I completely understand that. I think it's going to be fantastic. I did it last year. I'm very excited to do it again this year. It honestly just makes sense. Like just, you know, pick a day that you're going to work on this project. Yeah. Just let it be this day yep, and do it let, with some people. Right. And do work on finish last year or start this year or whatever you want to do, because you probably have a, more projects to complete. <laughs> right? And, right. And it's all it goes long, really fast too. Yeah. So it starts it at 8 a.m. So 8 a.m. Pacific. And then we, I think the last one is at 7 p.m. But it was, I was And surprised. if you miss one, you watch it, you know, you can watch it over, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's all recorded. So if you can't be there on that day and it's five bucks and it's got, you know, it'll, it's just really fun. I think it, it was, I'm really glad that we did it last year to see how fun it actually is. Um, and then we did one for Week in the Life this year too. And that yep. was also fun. So it's kind of just a, a nice way to bring everybody together at one time. Yes, it is such a cool event. I'm so glad that they are are doing stuff for it. Me too. I'm like, yeah, go. <laughs> you guys get it. We'll see how the tech works. We got to work out some technology stuff on the back end, which is always interesting, but we'll figure it That's out. It's always so much fun. <laughs> it, uh... so, it, always, it always works at some point and then stops yeah. working. Well, and, and then... that's another one of those things where I swear with everything, I'm just like, re-asking questions and I feel like this to me is kind of one of the gifts of the COVID and it's a from a very privileged place but the the ability to be like yeah I don't want to do that anymore like that just doesn't fit it you know like to to even ask those questions whereas you know we we get in we're so habitual right even when we talk about creating habits all the time we are generally habitual people and we will do the same things over and over again and some of us need somebody to be like hey you can say stop yeah and so for me there's a little bit of that of like oh i actually don't have to do it that way or even with our kids too like it's not just a memory keeping or work related stuff you know oh we're like oh, that doesn't really, that hasn't really been working that well. Why don't we just change that? Whereas I think without it, sometimes it's harder 
to be like, oh, I'm just not going to do that anymore. And then it's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, it is fine. And yeah. then you're like shocked at how fine it yeah. is. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, that's a, that's a super interesting that's been a super interesting perspective shift for a lot of people. Like, yeah. cause you've had to, there's certain things you've had to change. Yes. Yep. And then that's triggered things of like, oh, well, if that's had to change, yes. what about that thing over yeah. there? Yep. Just like the, the remote working. I mean, for us, you know, we're all working at home anyway. So that's not, that's not a change. But if that isn't what you did and your company was like, no, you can't work at home. But now you've been able to work at home, and guess what? Everything's fine, <laughs> or better in a or lot better. of better, yeah, or better even. That's right. Yeah, my yeah. dad started working from home, and now his company is like, yeah, guys, like you guys are really good working from home. So, um, you know, maybe in the future, uh, we're gonna see how much work from home we can do for like all of you guys. So hopefully that'll work out. Because I mean, his commute has been brutal Mm -hmm. it snowed one time last year and it literally took him like no joke 12 hours to get home yeah well it made me think of like earlier in the show like the first 10 minutes we were talking about covid and like of course it's in collective trauma which of course it is and kristen you were saying like don't feel don't feel guilty for not doing better because it's collective trauma but i think there's a flip side of like if you're doing actually fine or if your situation was made better like there's a guilt in that like when you yes. feel like i, totally I feel agree. like i'm not as so anyway i was thinking that yes. since we talked about it because there, that's also the emotion that's wrapped up in it totally like, and, and i think both of those things can be happening at the same time yes which also like that's Honestly, one of those things is yeah. too much to handle right yeah. now, let alone yeah. all of that. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, just everything else, just yeah. all of the things. Like, because we're just ta- like, we're just talking about like COVID. Yeah. Let alone. Oh, yeah. Right. And when I think when I say COVID, I mean everything. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 I just, it's just, it's the catch all. <laughs> Yeah, it just it means everything. It means all of the things. Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of a lot of anxiety, a lot of, you know, and things that I already take medication for that maybe I should take more medication (laughs) for because now it's actually, you know, I mean, it's yeah. So in talking of this year and what's to come and all that stuff. So before we jump in up the unexpected question, we had a question on the thing that was just like, what do you feel is to come? So is there anything you could share about? next year to come from the company slash what you hope to come any more jobs you want to pass on yeah (laughs) (laughs) let me let me get back to you on that one (laughs) as i try to restructure everything um we you know our planning for next year is i would say conservative um just in terms of you know continuing to see how things go um our company hasn't been severely impacted. Things have been fine um, in terms of, you know, we've continued to offer the same kinds of products for the same projects that we have uh, before. So in terms of, we have a couple things that are going to be happening next year that are going to be new. I was going to do Hello Story is a workshop that I've done, and I was going to do Hello Story 3 this fall. 
And then I was like, I'm not going to do three this fall. It's like, that can come in the spring or some other, I was going to try to do it now, but it, and, and normally this, this is like the busiest time of the year for me anyway, but it just felt like it was another level too much, too much mm -hmm. for me, potentially too much for other people anyway. So that'll come. Um, we are going to be doing a new quarterly kit next year that's going to be more traditional scrapbook related. Um, so that's all the information I'm going to give you about that. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited about that because I really right now am like outside, what can I do outside the page projector? Like that just, that to me feels like what I want to be doing. And I think for me, the part of the way that I've been able to continue doing this for so long is to make sure that I'm doing the things that I'm actually interested in. So there's all, you know, kind of continuing to figure that out. Um, and the other thing that I am planning on doing, and, and we haven't, this is not actually in motion yet, but I'm going to plan on having some guest hosts for one little word. This is my plan of that you know i started that as a workshop in 2011 i think so 10 years of me every month we could bring some new voices in there <laughs> so that that's kind of i i don't know exactly what that's going to look like but my hope is that it will we'll continue to do some of the same kind of prompts and the same you know the, the expectation for the workshop would still be the same but it just will be not me every month, but potentially having somebody else who may ha maybe has some expertise in those different areas that would come in and um, mix things up on that. So other than that, you know, week in the life, day in the life, all of those kind of those core projects that we do, still planning on doing all of those. We're gonna do day in the life in a four by six size next year this year i did it in three by eight so mix that one up um those were the things that i wrote down to tell you yeah <laughs> but do you have your one little word for next year picked out yet i don't uh -uh. i don't i think it's gonna be hard to pick a word i think this might be my hardest one ever i don't know are you are you guys already are you thinking about it you got one yeah amanda is like <laughs> i yeah. just i think already i think of it all year yeah. I, I'm a little crazy. I, it's been, it's, it's like, it's in the atmosphere. That's it's not like what I feel like about it. Like, I just am not, I'm just not sure what I want, <laughs> you know, like, and, and not even, it's not even what I want. It's just, I just, I liked having the word less this year. I think that that's been a good word for me. It's been interesting. I think to have that as a word this year, um, but I just kind of, I feel like I'm just not sure where we go next, you know? I feel like, like I have no idea where we're even going like next week. Well, and I think, I think for me, I need to wait. I'll probably wait until after November and kind of see what is happening after that, because I feel like that is going to inform. Yeah. <laughs> like in mid-November. Yeah. Mid-November. And that will probably in in maybe late November. <laughs> I don't know. I hopefully yeah. mid November. Some years I'm totally like, yes, I know exactly. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Well, and you know, this, this year I literally, 
I don't even know what day it is most of the time. Mm-hmm. I literally look at my watch and I have to look and at the we've day. talked about this. It doesn't matter. Constantly. Yeah, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I'm not going anywhere anyway. Right? Like. Right. Ugh, that's that's such a good point. Like, why yeah. do I? It's going to be the same thing when I get up tomorrow. <laughs> You know, except for us, sometimes there's kids here and sometimes they're not here. But ever other than that, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what the world needs from me yet. Like, that's, yes. that's, that's more what it is. I don't know. I have, you know, I need so many things from the world. Yeah. But also, I don't need that much from the world. So, yeah. like, but, like, the world will need things from me. Yeah. And I have absolutely no idea also i have no idea what i can even give the world yet yeah and so like not sure yeah that's kind of what i feel i mean i for me i usually want to pick one that gives me some sense of direction right that gives me some sense of direction of where i want to focus my energy on whether that's on myself or the the outer world right like a combination of those two things and i just don't know same i just don't know and that's okay because usually it you know even as we're talking i'm like okay well i just thought of that word yeah that word probably work. <laughs> you know like that that will kind of it, yes i will definitely i'll have one i'll have one by the time <laughs> i have to have one yes <laughs> It will, it will appear. It will appear. It will appear. And I think for me, like on a very, from a very personal standpoint, like I'm excited to have some other people's voice in that project that can teach me something. Um, and I think uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be really exciting too. Yeah. Mix it up. Yeah, that'll be really fun. Okay. So, right. We've got the season of The Unexpected. Yeah, yeah, we really do. And so we have been asking what has been either a teaching moment from some unexpected thing that has happened or what was the other thing we were asking, Amanda? Or something that turned into a blessing, but it's kind of like the same thing. It's all the same thing. If it was a hard, unexpected thing or a positive, unexpected thing, I think it all in the end ends as a... Yes, what has been either positive or negative unexpected moment that has turned into something that you've learned? I'm like, I'm pausing because I'm I'm looking at what I wrote. So I I have really, really liked having the kids home. And my situation is different because my kids aren't here all the time. So if, if I had my kids all the time, I don't think that I would think that that was a blessing (laughs) right now. I think that would be really, really hard. And obviously, you know, we all have what we have. Like I have what I have because I have what I have and, you know, other families have different situations, but I think for us, the pause in all the activities, the pause in all the sports and with five kids and different ages and interests and all that stuff. Like there was always, whether it's Aaron driving them around or me driving them around or Simon driving somebody around, like there just was so much, there's so much in and out in our regular life that having everybody home. And we've been very, we've been very conservative with, you know, with friends and like we, nobody's coming in our house and the kids can have a friend come over and play outside, but they have to wear masks and they have to be six feet apart. Like we've been 
we've been that family, which, you know, has positives and negatives too, but having them here, watching tons of movies, just having them here, I think like in the four walls and sitting down to dinner or like that has been a really kind of magical thing that, that I've been really appreciative and thankful for that I knew that we were busy. I knew that things were crazy before that, but um, reflecting back on that now, like it's, it's been great. It's really great to not have to drive around and to just have everybody be here. It's great for me. Might not be as great for them. (laughs) (laughs) But so just, so just pausing and realizing that all the stuff that felt like you're going to go back to that once it's allowed to go back, but you're just saying the opportunity to pause and not have to go. uh, Yeah. I think that, you know, the not having to go, the just, and the reevaluation of that too, of like, you know, the, the, that yes, we have five kids and it's going to be busy no matter what, because we want them to have activities and we want them to be involved in stuff. But it also just gives you that when you don't know what it's like to not have it that way. And then all of a sudden you have it that way. And we're like, Oh, this is actually really nice from a family standpoint. Um, again, our situation is, is different than a lot of people though, too. Um, but that's that's really what's been top of mind for me, I think, in terms of, you know, that was not an expected thing that was going to happen this year. Yeah, I think the homeness for a lot of people changed, like unexpectedly changed, like, oh, this is what it's like to not be running around. Like, yeah, it's right. a very universal yeah. realization. Yeah, yeah. And I think just the pace of life for most people, right? And some people love that and they thrive off of that and that fuels them. And I don't think that that pace doesn't fuel me. Um, but I do like to go places on airplanes. And go. <laughs> like that, having not having that opportunity this year has been a bummer. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Great answer. All right. We're going to conclude this episode with our currently round, which comes from Kristen's currently card. You can get it. Are you Kristen.com slash currently. And we're just going to read it off on the podcast. Let's do it. Okay. Ali, I think what we, the first episode you were on, we called it lightning round and then realized that people just talk. So we, you know, explain away if you'd like. Um, so what are you currently watching? So many things. So let, I'll give you a few. Uh, the Vow. You guys watching that one? The Not yet. documentary on HBO. Um, so kind of a self-help cult yeah. story. I, okay. It's interesting. Yeah. How, how, yeah. I've, I've, my, what, I've gotten words from a lot of people about it. <laughs> well, and I read, like, I read some of, I, I know, I'm pretty sure I read an article about it in the Atlantic, like a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, because I remembered hearing about it and then saw that it was on there. It's an interesting documentary. It's kind of seems like it goes a little bit long. Like you're like, okay, just reel it back, you know, like, but it's, it's still ongoing. There's been eight episodes so far. Um, we watched Enola Holmes. Have you guys watched that? That's literally on, like that's like next on my list. How is it? Super cute. Loved okay, it. Cool. I thought it was really Fantastic. fun. Like it's perfect. Okay. Fourth wall stuff. Like it's great. Loved okay, cool. It. I'm so excited. Yeah, that that was good. That was great with the kids. Um, the other one that Aaron and I have been watching that we've watched a couple episodes, but we haven't gone back to it again yet is uh, Ratchet. Let's watch that one. Not Which yet. Is also nurse. the nurse. Yeah, from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It's pretty weird. <laughs> it's good. I guess it's good. Like, it's not like, oh my God, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. 
but it's but I feel like most of the shows we're watching right now are like, yeah, that's fine. Again, fine. Yeah. You know, not <laughs> yeah, like this totally. the most aw- awesome thing I've ever seen and I love it so much. Game of Thrones, you know. Yeah. <laughs> which we did rewatch. We actually like in Did you? I think it was it must have been in August, maybe going into September. So Elliot and Isaac had both watched all the Game of Thrones stuff. And yes, age appropriate for some people, not for other people, dependent, you know, <laughs> decide in your own family. Sure. Um, but Simon hadn't watched all of them yet. So we watched all of them with Simon and it was so fun. Oh my God. So good. <laughs> I was thinking about going back and rewatching it. It's, uh, if you have never rewatched it, it's totally worth it. <laughs> I haven't re, so I rewatched it like 10 times before the last season, but not since the last season came out. Yeah. It was, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. We also have been watching Cobra Kai, if you haven't watched that, which is the Karate Kid. Um, yeah, reboot on Netflix. Yeah, but it's it's so much more than that. Like, is it? Is it? <laughs> yes. It's it's like, you know, the story from Johnny's perspective, right? Johnny's oh. the other guy that beats him at the end. And so it's like them as adults, the real Johnny, the real Ralph Macchio, whatever his name is. It's <laughs> the first season we thought was great. Second one is like, eh, but the first one was super enjoyable. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, I got lots of TV shows to talk <laughs> okay that's it so many on my list that i want to watch so exciting gotta add them um what are you currently reading okay so i the last two books that i've read were both like dystopian end of the world books (laughs) because why not um one of them is called doing research yeah i'm doing reading (laughs) and then my homesteading book came in the mail today so i'm ready yeah Uh, One of them was called The New Wilderness. I think both of these I read about in the New York Times, I think. Um, The New Wilderness, that one was, it was decent. It's very, it's interesting mother-daughter story. Um, Liked it. Happy to read it. The other one that I just read, I need, I I need to find, I'm going to look up what it was because I can't actually remember the name of it, but I read it in like a day. Um, But that's how good my memory is. It was one that Kelly Perky recommended that just came out recently and it is called drumroll no i'm not gonna be able to find it pause please (laughs) you can oh here we go it's called leave the world behind and so she recommended it earlier this week and i ordered it and it's one that you literally sit down and it's really hard to to not to get up and so it's fairly short um but it's like a family that rents a house in you know new york area somewhere beachy new york town and um then the people that own the house end up coming back to the house because there's been some incident that you actually don't know what it is uh and then it's the story of like how they do deal and what happens and so yeah leave the world behind that one if if of the two that's the one that i would go with (laughs) all right um what are you currently listening to all the politics all the time yeah (laughs) no i'm listening to i listen to the daily every day that's my favorite daily one um i also listen to 538 which is the the polling guys um listen to that one and the other daily one i listen to is called what a day you guys that's another good like morning news one what a day is that one 
but nothing else. Like I'm, I don't have any other interesting. It's all political. They're all political. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What are you currently making? For better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what what am I making? I don't even know. Like literally every surface (laughs) in here is covered with something right now. Um, what am I making? I am making, I need to do some more December daily foundation page stuff. So I would say that's, I I had to stop that and pivot to a different project. And now I'm kind of jumping back around. So, yeah. What are you currently feeling? Anxious. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. It's just, that's just the undercurrent. That's just the baseline. It's just, that's, that's the normal, right? Like, and I can feel it in my jaw. Like I'm somebody that that's where my stress goes. Like I don't have TMJ, but I, it just, it sits there. I saw somebody's meme. It probably wasn't even, well, you know, it was a post. Then it became a meme that was just like, do you ever realize that you were just, you thought you were just like relaxing but then 15 minutes later, you've just had your jaw clenched for like the last hour. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's not just me. That's I'm a trying thing that- super hard. Like that's been the last couple of years. I've been like trying to be more aware of that in myself because I totally do that. Yeah. yeah. Just watching TV and I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh no, I need yeah. to relax my yeah. face because yeah. it's not, you know, the, <laughs> the world is not ending this yeah. hour. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> oh boy, that was a deep. <laughs> I hold it in my breath. No, <laughs> right? I realize I, I haven't breathed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. What are you currently planning? No, I don't know. <laughs> crickets, I didn't, and crickets, I didn't crickets. answer this one because I'm like, yeah. what am I planning? I mean, I have lots of work plans, right? Like, yeah. you know, that all that stuff is just kind of in motion. So I'm definitely planning on how, what the one little word workshop is going to look like. So I'd say that's, I'm kind of planning that, but it's weird to not have a trip to look forward to, you know, even if it's just, we're just not even, we're not going anywhere. So that's on work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And lastly, what are you currently loving? Oh, one of the things I'm loving is going swimming outside which i started doing this summer and i joined a master's swim team and so that's been really good um i'm just continually telling myself that i really like it and i just need to get up and go because it's like at 6 45 in the morning which is awesome during the summer but now it's cold <laughs> and it's still outside and i'm like oh. but when i get in there it feels great like i it's i'm super super happy to have the opportunity to be able to do that so I'd say that's one of the things. Yep. Swimming's a love in your whole family. I know. I got yeah. the girls. I got the girls swimming now too. I was like, well, if you want to do any activities, this is probably <laughs> the only activity that's going to be available to you. Uh, right. So, because they swim outside all year, and so they're Audrey and Anna are doing it, and they seem really happy, which is great. That's an unexpected thing because I didn't really think that they would. I've tried to get them in my quiet way to someone to want to swim competitively but <laughs> nobody you know there anyway they go to practice that's great i'm happy yeah i love it so i found good. my dream house it's 10 minutes away and it has an in- indoor pool yeah 
Oh my god, I want it so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I've there the the pool daydreaming has been uh, thick <laughs> around here. Oh, it's here. so bad. It's yeah. oh, it's so bad. Oh my god. We talked yeah, this, about. We oh. looked at getting the. Have you ever seen a swim spa? You know where it's like a. It's kind of like a hot tub, but it's bigger, and they have jets in them, so you literally are swimming. Like it's like the up. one. It fits one human and one you can, human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. And you swim against the current. And mm-hmm. we looked at those. Like we actually had a guy come out and we talked about it. And that was like in March. And I was like, I don't want to spend money. We can't spend money right now. Like we don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. So yeah, the dream house is like it was built by a like actual student of Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh. And like he's like the grand <laughs> it was built for oh, he's the son of the guy who owns Dow Chemical and like oh, it was yeah. built for his son who's like yeah. the grandson of this Dow Chemical. This is the one with the pool in the inside. Uh-huh. The <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. So yeah. And it's Michigan, so it's only half a million dollars. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> I, like, I know. What? I know. Oh my god. And it has it's literally fifteen acres of property, so I know. And it's it's ugh, it's ridiculous <laughs> right and also like now when the houses are like insanely inflated yeah house prices are like oh my god okay well yeah i know i want to talk about social media and after chatter because okay it's interesting you sounded like you had a lot to say <laughs> I, are we on the record or are we off the record? <laughs> yeah well, after chatter's a fun yeah i sidebar. i am did you guys watch the social dilemma have you talked about that? I haven't. You should watch it. I'm afraid to. It's, it, it is, I was talking to somebody, I was telling one of my friends that I hike with, I was telling her, I thought that she should watch it. And she was like, I can't handle any more of <laughs> that. You know, like I can't handle that. And I'm like, it's not, I think it's really important as actually what, how I felt about it. Like less, less that it's like going to freak you out, make you mad, whatever. I think it's just like information that everybody should have about how it actually works. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how well, I, I think felt that when I saw the trailer for it. That's what I think. Yeah. I think I that that's, a, that's probably true. And I think that m- almost everyone should probably watch it. I think that that's, so I've watched it multi- I've watched it more than once. So we, Aaron and I watched it together, and then we decided that all the kids should watch it. So we had we watched it with all the kids. Um, the girls at eleven, they get some of it, but they don't. You know, like there's bits and pieces of it that they got that were different from the boys. You know, the boys are thirteen to eighteen, but the, even the thirteen year old is more like he's eighteen, which you know there's positives and negatives to that also. Um, but it was really interesting to watch it with all of them, partly because they're not going to have any life experience where the tech is not a piece of their history, you know, whereas like yes. for me, when I, you know, we didn't, I didn't have an email until I was in college, like thinking about it from that standpoint, you know, and then being around when there wasn't Facebook and there wasn't Instagram and social media didn't exist you know, maybe there was internet related stuff, but, um, it was really interesting to see what kinds of questions they had and what they wanted, you know, the things that it sparked for them. Um, and watching it the second time, I definitely took away some other things that I didn't the first time that I watched it too. Okay. I'm super interested to hear more about this. So let's end the episode here and I'm going to say 
thank you to Allie for being on the show. You are absolutely amazing. Our listeners are going to love this episode as they do always. Just so chatting. <laughs> oh, it's those are the best ones. <laughs> So thank you to everybody who has listened this week. We are going to head over to After Chatter, which is available exclusively for awesome ladies. And here's where you get to hear it first, guys. All Access Club members, which is the brand new name for the Awesome Ladies VIP membership. So if you want to hear the rest of this sh show, which is the After Chatter show, you can head over to theawesomeladiesproject.com slash craftyassfemale, where you can listen to this bonus episode and the other two bonus episodes with Allie and the million bonus episodes that we got with everybody else <laughs> from Kathy Z. And then we're going to have one with Tashi and Crystal next week. We're going to have amazing, uh, um, there's so, th guys, there's so many bonus episodes. So go over to the awesomeladiesproject.com slash craftyassfemale, check those out. And we're going to head over to After Chatter and talk about social media because, oh my God, <laughs> the internet is a scary place, guys. Oh, so man. come and hang out with us and stay safe. We'll have another great episode with Tashi and Crystal next week. Um, yes, I think. I feel like I'm that's right. I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> um, it, it is 2020, so sometimes, you know, dates totally no, get mixed up. Like, what? But yeah, what, what even are dates anymore? But, you know, have an amazing week. We love you. And just, you know, be crafty. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the show. We are headed over to the Craftiest Female After Chatter show now, which is an exclusive perk for Awesome Ladies All Access Club members. The All Access Club has a ton of great benefits like daily page lessons with me, free courses, and yeah, it's literally called the All Access Club because of the legit all of the access, right? But one of the best things is the After Chatter Vault. There are more than 100 episodes, both audio and video, in an easy-to-use classroom where you can even mark your progress. So we've got another great episode of the After Chatter Show coming up right now, and you can join us today at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash CAF. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we'll be back next week with another great episode. Thanks, guys. Love you so much.